0: Happy Holidays from the Pantry Podcast! The OACP is celebrating by hosting a holiday food drive during the month of November. Then, the holiday spirit continues with a holiday baking drive in December. Donations of baking ingredients and other items can be dropped off at the pantry during their donation hours, Monday through Friday between 9am and 3.30pm. Let's get to this month's interview, which is with newly appointed board chair Jennifer Heim. Jenny talks about her time with the OACP, along with maintaining a balance between work family, and community service. Let's go to the interview right now. Welcome back to the Pantry Podcast. I am here today with Jenny Heim, who has taken over as chair of the board for the OACP earlier this month. So, we're excited to hear from her about her goals for the future and how she got involved with the OACP. So, welcome, Jenny. Thank you. Thank you. Glad to be here. Yeah, well, we're glad to have you and your service to the OACP. So, tell us a little bit about how you got involved. So, I understand you just finished your term as vice chair and now have moved up to the chair position. And so, how did you get involved with the OACP board?
1: Yes. So a few years ago, I. Participated in Leadership Oshkosh, um, year of graduating class of 2021, best class ever. Clearly. Um, yeah. Yes. And uh, through there, we were to pick a nonprofit that we wanted to participate in. And as soon as I saw that the OACP pantry was on there, that was my first choice. Um, then, by um, and then just in my past, I've just grown up with. Low income family. I remember the church coming to our house with food on the weekend. So um, it just really really was near and dear to my heart. And so I was really happy to get my first choice for that. From there, I was um, a member through the leadership Oshkosh for about a year. And then after that, the board had asked me to stay on. And then you're doing such a good job. Yeah. yeah. Vice chair just
0: made me the ascent. Right, right. (laughs) Excellent. Well, that's so great, especially that it was a nonprofit that was very important to you and that you wanted to be a part of. Um, Did you grow up in the Oshkosh area or outside of Oshkosh?
1: I grew up outside of Oshkosh, so in Westy Pier, so Mm -hmm. not far from here. Mm -hmm. Um, I went to school at UW-Green Bay. From there, I went to Madison. I used to work at American girl um in the oh, marketing wow. department yes. and then um as my husband and I wanted to start our family we wanted to be closer to home mm-hmm. so that's
0: brought us to Oshkosh. Oshkosh okay and then got involved in leadership Oshkosh and got and really yes. involved in the community that's fantastic so with being vice
1: chair and then uh, now chair, what what is the work that you've done so far on the board? So um, not only as vice chair, but then heading up our uh, personnel committee, Yes, we've really focused on uh, what are the, some of these extra benefits we can provide our team members just to make sure that they're happy when they come to work every day. And so we work with Uh, Ryan, the executive director, just to ensure that we're providing any necessary benefits uh, that maybe we didn't have in the past that would be worth having now um, as personnel committee. So just making sure that we are supporting them when they need us. Then um, in addition, as we work through our strategies and the goals that we want to accomplish every year we are really at a starting point where after the height of the pandemic um, we really had to pivot on what we were supporting our customers for and so now we really want to get back to focusing on our uh, long-term strategies yeah
0: excellent right after
1: having to Mm -hmm. make so many
0: changes it's harder to achieve those
1: goals so yeah
0: Well, that's great. And with being on the personnel committee, obviously this last year, there was a lot of hiring and, you know, different turnovers. So Ryan joined the team uh, maybe just over a year ago. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And there was other new members. So that's exciting that you were able to be a part of it while they were kind of making some changes so that you could have input on the benefits and different things for the employees.
1: Yes. It really gave us an opportunity to look for what we needed as a pantry to be successful, which was someone who could have that background experience in food for our customers, because that's what we do. Um, and then also just someone who's just very passionate about being in the community. So we are very, very lucky to have Ryan with us.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It seems like he's been doing a great job. Yes. We just we just saw him here earlier. We're recording at the pantry today. We saw him here. He's, he's manning the store on his own <laughs> <That's> and <right. laughs> uh, doing all the things. So we definitely appreciate Ryan's work here. So Jenny, as you are, have taken over now as chair, what are your goals for the future moving forward?
1: Yeah, yeah, as I said, uh, we're really great at pivoting, hence what we had to do during the pandemic to make sure that we could just supply as many customers as possible. Right, and you um, were
0: taking care of a lot of customers during that time. Yes,
1: absolutely. And, and as everyone knows, um, the cost of food is increasing. Some of that variety of food we were able to get easily during the pandemic is not as easy to get now. Maybe we have to pay for it. So knowing that the, the our costs are increasing and our needs of our customer are changing, we want to make sure that we have that solid donor base. And the donor base is not just people willing to donate money to us, which we always would love that, but really is, where are all the sources we can go after for food? Mm -hmm. Um, The majority of of what we raise is around is actual food. Yeah. So we want to make sure that those sources are coming in. And so really focusing on, are there other partnerships that we can create for someone who could provide us food at a reasonable or free um, we can offer our customers, um, and then in addition, we are looking to want to reach more clients. So, for where we're located within, with with St. Vincent Paul, it's great because we are on a bus line. But we know there are more customers that we could serve. So we recently got a truck, and another truck, which we are very excited about. That took, was a couple of years in the making. Yeah, but that's exciting. What can we do with that to reach more clients, um, whether that is pop-ups or things like that, we're really exploring every possibility. So reaching more clients is definitely a goal of ours. Mm-hmm. And then when it comes to our facility, as customers that have maybe come have seen it change, the flow of that, we want to make sure we're maximizing our space because um, I think what was really interesting to me with the pantry was that it's not just serving um, customers directly, we also help other pantries Mm -hmm. by offering food to them for them to distribute. So just ensuring that we are maximizing our space, whether that's partnering with some managers at a local grocery store who can look at our flow to make sure we've changed how our process is, not our process, but the way people kind of check in and just to make sure that, that is a little bit more seamless and it flows a little easier so just making sure that we're maximizing everything that we can do yeah, within the facility too.
0: Absolutely. And with your background in marketing, what do you hope to bring to the table in regards to getting the word about the pantry out to the community? Because I think it's something that not a lot of people know about. Even myself, before I joined the development committee, I knew it existed, but I didn't really know all the services it provided.
1: Exactly. And that's exactly how I felt a few years ago. Was like, more people need to know about this. And so um, not only um, have I participated on the personnel committee. I'm also on the development committee, where we also have a group of marketers who get together to just work on just exactly that. Plus, Ryan built an extremely strong team, and Elizabeth, who heads up all of our marketing efforts, is really we're making more of an effort to get out in the local paper Mm -hmm. more, um, making sure we're maximizing the posts on Facebook to different people to try to reach them in hopes that more people hear about us. And it can be other things such as during homecoming, having the contest of what school can collect the most poundage of food. All of that gets our word out about us and the things that we need. And so making sure that we are taking advantage of all of that.
0: Yeah, definitely. When it sounded like the the homecoming school food drive was very successful. Yes,
1: it was. We're hoping that this can be a traveling uh, uh, trophy. Yes. and keep it going in
0: the future years. Definitely. It's, yeah. So, I mentioned your work in marketing. Tell us a little bit about your your day job outside of all this, you know, extracurricular volunteering and uh, nonprofit work you've been doing.
1: Yeah. So my background is primarily in marketing, uh, heavily also in analytics. But um, as I mentioned before, I started my career at American Girl, um, wanting to get back closer to West De Pere that brought um, my husband and I to Oshkosh. And I had worked at Silver Star Brands for quite a few years um, in various positions, and um, and before I left there was the vice president of marketing for Miles Kimball and Walter Drake Brands. Then. Um, I had an opportunity to try something different outside of retail and more recently now I'm the senior vice president of marketing at a company called Chance Light Education. Uh, We provide different services for alternative education and special education. So again, another area that I can really feel passionate about is helping um, students just achieve the best things that they can, um, that maybe otherwise they wouldn't have those opportunities, especially within the alternative education um, in such areas as Chicago, Mm -hmm. where we really make a difference for those students to just help them get across the finish line for graduation and into a career college whatever it is that they want we're there for them for that so it was a really great opportunity yeah
0: that sounds that. fantastic so how you said like Chicago area like how widespread is this organization is it in the Midwest or it, um,
1: yeah so while I work I work from home our mm-hmm. corporate office is based out of Nashville and the areas that I support are primarily um, ombudsman schools out of Chicago and Florida or, uh, I'm sorry, Arizona, and then special education schools out of Florida mm-hmm. and California. Wow. So, um, yeah, so work from home every day, but I get to really connect with these schools and students, and unfortunately, I've been um, able to visit some of them and just really see the impact that they have on students' lives. Yeah, that
0: is excellent. and I mean, that's something definitely near and dear to my heart and my family as well. Both of my, my mom and my sister are special education teachers, and yes. I very much understand, you know, students needing extra assistance or maybe different assistance than what can be provided in the classroom. And with, you know, limited resources at all times that people are dealing with, it, it's great to have exactly, extra help. Exactly. Yeah. It
1: really is amazing when you see um, students graduate and move on to the next grade, things like that. Just any of those accomplishments that are important for them. Uh, yeah, it's, it's wonderful. Very cool. Well, that's great. And you've been doing that for how long now? The last year? So? Yeah. So for about a year. Okay. Um, before that, I had been at Silver Star Branch for about 14 years.
0: Wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So definitely. And saying, you know, you're able to stay in the Oshkosh area, continue your work at the pantry. And are there other... Organizations you're involved in.
1: So I am also a full time mom. So yes. I have a double full time job. Oh yes. So, <laughs> yes. so you're very busy. Yes. yes. So <laughs> I really we try to get our kids involved as much as can um, through school. So uh, really busy with my daughter who thankfully can now drive, but she's on dance team, and then my son is in a lot of different sports too. So we try to uh, get involved as much as we can for the for the kids, and then uh, we are heavily spent a lot of time with our family. So we do have a cottage that we uh, try to take the kids there all the time because it is just beautiful and a great time to get away and disconnect and just kind of get closer to everybody. And um, yeah, I really, it is about family, and then work in, in the pantry are kind of the main areas that yeah. I'm trying to focus well, that's, my time on.
0: That's amazing. I mean it sounds like you really <laughs> you know really put an emphasis on that work-life balance like doing your job doing your, your service to the community and also spending time with your family. Yes. I mean that's really what everybody wants to have so yep. that's very exciting and with all the yeah sporting events and all that I know that <laughs> can gets, keep you busy. That gets very busy yes. <laughs> it does. So with the OACP, you talked about they got the truck, uh, which is really exciting Mm -hmm. to to start maybe doing some mobile or pop-up pantries, which I've talked about with a few other guests on the show. Um, What what, what else would be your, maybe your pie in the sky plan for the pantry or something to happen in the future?
1: Yes, I would love it if we could get our client, our customer base um, so high that we have to come up with another alternative. Mm -hmm. We know that whether someone needs us for one shop, or once a month, or three times a month, whatever those needs are, we want to be there and really get other partnerships too with nonprofits that they can recommend people to us, which happens today, but really try to get to be that first choice of. If there is a need for food, we are always here Mm -hmm. for that. And as our school program grows with servicing other schools, what's next after that? Where is there another need? So um, a lot of people come to us with ideas that we always want to explore. And then in addition, just what's that easier shopping experience? Uh, We just have a a ton of donated turkeys as we come into Thanksgiving. (laughs) Right, yep, all the turkeys. as those types of things um, become popular with our customers, how do we keep that going so it's not just a one time, a one time thing. Right. But really it is just trying to get more food out, whether that's just through here, through the pop-up pantries or home deliveries, whatever that is, mm-hmm. we want to just make sure we explore everything. Yeah,
0: absolutely. And with that, I mean, you mentioned we just you just received a bunch of, of turkeys. Ryan is downstairs <laughs> yeah. unloading them. And it is something I, I've thought about often, too, is that, you know, we talk about the the holidays as kind of the season of giving. But really, we want that to be happening year-round because yes. it's not like people are only struggling during the holidays no. and, you know, just trying to keep that momentum going. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think in the last podcast I talked with or one of them, uh, they talked about partnering maybe with like local farmers. To get more food, and that that's yes. been pretty successful, which is great—a way to help both the farmers and the people in the community. Yeah,
1: exactly, because it can be very easy to provide. Any kind of food. But we just want to make sure too that we're providing a healthier options for food. Yeah, that's so, a big goal of the yes, pantry, not
0: just anything, exactly. but keeping people healthy and informing them on how to make healthy choices. Yes,
1: exactly. Whether that is through recipes, monthly themes of the donations we're taking, but we also have um, a wide variety of needs uh, within the community of fresh produce is a part of that. We are really lucky to have coolers and freezers um, where our customers can shop. So um, that just widens the, what we can give, whether that's meats and vegetables, but that fresh option there for, for our customers.
0: Yeah, that's definitely important. And what else would you hope to, I guess as you're taking over, you know, right away hoping to, um, you know get your hands on as as the chair i'm sure you've kind of been thinking about <laughs> yes, this as yeah. you took over um you know what what do you want to do next
1: yeah i mean i have some big f- shoes to fill yeah. <laughs> as as mike uh was previous chair uh, he was fantastic uh what was great was over the summer we did have a, uh, a half day retreat where we talked about all of our goals and we prioritized them so uh again those ones that i mentioned of our our space, making sure we're taking um, maximizing everything because now we have done away with our point system. So before you can come and you could chop and you get so many points depending on the size of your family, we've done away with that because if you need food, you need food. Mm -hmm. So, that just opens up what should we? What could be doing differently within the facility, and then uh, again, more clients. But then as we service more clients, as costs are going up, just making sure we have those sources, like you mentioned, partnering with um, local farmers or mm-hmm. Feeding America, just to make sure that we are getting all the food that we can.
0: Yes, and also doing outreach to donors and things like that to get yes. money to buy food if that's needed, that way you can kind of fill, this, fill the gaps when, exactly. okay, we got all these turkeys, but we need more produce or yes, things exactly. like that.
1: yeah Yeah. we might have a shortage of something or we may have a lot like in the summer we may have like a lot of bananas that we want to go and then that's an opportunity for us too to take some of that and give those to other food pantries or churches that may be providing food to others too.
0: Yeah, which is great because mm-hmm. I think you know the whole start of the pantry was kind of that combination of those eight or nine churches that exactly. came together yep. um to you know just so they're not all trying to do the same thing and make one main place mm-hmm. where they could go. But at the same time there are still other facilities and it's just, it's just great to see the communal effort that I think yes. everyone in this community is just trying to help
1: out. Yes, yes. And I love that about Oshkosh. And just so happy that by chance that we were able to make this our home and our kids are Growing up here and doing that because I really believe that the community just comes together when when there really is a need.
0: Yeah, that's fantastic. Well, what else are you looking forward to in the future? As you know, you've started this new job. It sounds like it's going really well. You're starting on his chair. Is there? And you said you know, your kids are in high school. Is there anything you see changing as they graduate and, and maybe go off to college, or uh, are you going to maybe take a break because yes. it sounds like you've been going you know full
1: throttle for a while? Right. I have one son who uh, we definitely. Want him to get his license soon. Yes, but to give us a little <laughs> bit more freedom. But yep. um, no, just really enjoying life. Uh, we enjoy the outdoors, so just taking advantage of all that when we do have free time, and then becoming now on the chair of the board is just really ensuring that I'm supporting Ryan for than everything that they need, and that anybody in the community who would like to meet me, just making sure that I'm I'm available for that. Mm-hmm. And and yeah so it just it's it's going to be an interesting time it's going to be really really exciting uh the board is is wonderful the team is fantastic. I might be a little biased, but I, I believe that we're the strongest that we've ever been. Mm-hmm. And yeah. and we're all fighting the same fight. Right. Everyone's on the same page. Support everybody. They support yes. the
0: same goals. Yeah. yeah. And really, I mean, yeah, this team, and I talked about this in, in the last interview with, you know, just talking about the importance of volunteers, because the board are all volunteers and so the people who are employed mm-hmm. by the pantry, really it's Ryan, the executive director, yes. Elizabeth, Carl, and have they hired a, a third? Um, yeah.
1: So we're going to a- have someone um, joining here soon, so mm-hmm. more to come on yes, that. Yes, that's exciting. Uh, and that's the inventory get... manager yes, position. Yes. yes. Okay. I don't want to jinx that. Yes. yes. No. No. Right. But right. More to come, but yes, we're then we're going to have a full team, and it'll be just it'll be stronger than even one than, yeah. than we've ever been in the past years. So it's just going to be wonderful.
0: Yeah, that's fantastic. I mean, it's just crazy to think about how really for the past several months, the three of them have been really running the show here. And then obviously with great assistance from the board and all the volunteers, but it's, it's a lot, it takes a lot to keep this thing going. And I think that's one of the things we want people to recognize and to talk about through this podcast and just how nonprofits operate and you know, how much they rely on help from people in the community, like yourself who want to give back.
1: That is a great point. Yes. I mean, we could not do what we do without our volunteers I mean they really are are what keeps us um, uh, going forward and yeah without our volunteers, it would be, it, it probably would not be able to do this, just mm-hmm. like with any uh, nonprofit. But yeah, more, if we could get more volunteers, that would be fantastic. Um, we just, and we like celebrating that. So this yeah. holiday season, we'll be doing our annual hot celebration with our volunteers. But it is, it's, I think is when you're here and you're helping, you just really see the impact that you're having. It's just so, Um, motivating. It's one of those kind of things that just fills your bucket and and you need that every once in a while.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And that's another, you know, call out to anyone looking to volunteer this holiday season. The OACP is always accepting (laughs) volunteers.
1: Come to the website. Yes, yes. They're always
0: looking for volunteers. Mm -hmm. They'd love to have you. They'll find jobs for anybody. Um, And as Jenny said, it's really a rewarding experience. You get to see the direct impact you're having uh, on these folks in the community who are struggling with food insecurity. So, well, I think we're you know kind of reaching the end of our time is there anything else you want to add about um your time on the board or the future or really just anything so talk to the tell the the community (laughs) at large about your experience here
1: yeah i really look forward to being able to continue just being on the board and uh, as chair that's just uh, you know an added bonus of being able to support whatever it is that we need. Really looking forward to that. And yeah, I guess it's gonna be great. We're gonna make all, do a lot of things. But I really thank you for your time today and inviting me to do this.
0: Absolutely. Thank you for joining us. And thank you for all of your work. I think, again, in talking with you, I can just see how passionate you are about helping the community and about reaching these goals. And I definitely think a year from now, we'll we'll have seen a lot of progress. I mean, we already have. You mentioned getting rid of the point system. That was earlier this year. and It sounds Mm -hmm. like it's been very successful so far. You know, getting back to having a full staff, that'll be really helpful. And, you know, just kind of getting through the holiday season and dealing with rising food costs. But thank you again, Jenny. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to The Pantry Podcast. If you were able to donate time or money to the OACP, please visit oacptoday.org to find out more. The podcast is available on Spotify, Anchor, and Apple, so be sure to subscribe and stay tuned for future episodes. We'll see you next time.